everybody. Welcome to Tadaima Terrace House Podcast, your weekly companion to your favorite show on Netflix. I'm Robert Scarpinito, and I am joined here by Daily Wilhelm. Konbanwa. Jack Zapeta. Irashamasu. And Colin Sparling. Hello, everybody. And, there, and there's one thing I, I just, I got to kind of rush in here because there's something we need to talk about that happened in the past week. Oh. So... Our boy from opening new doors, one Yudai. I forget his last name already. That's uh, that's how Adai? that's how much I've forgotten. Adai, Adai. yeah, yeah, Yudai mm. Adai posted mm. a, a picture on Instagram, uh, and our boy's <sighs> got a new tattoo, a new chest tattoo. If there's ever a reason not to follow Terrace House people on Instagram, it's for this post alone. Like it's it hit me hard because as a, as an enthusiast of tattoos myself. It just hit me in in all the wrong places when I saw that photo. But go ahead and describe it, Colin. What exactly are we looking at here when you look at you guys' tattoo on Instagram? Now, are you yeah, on the so scene? I, w- I would, I would just like to preface <laughs> that if if you're in Japan, you live in Japan, and you're getting tattooed by a native Japanese person, you probably want to make sure that they know a little bit about English grammar if you're getting English tattooed on you, <laughs> and <laughs> because. Ooh, man. Our boy Yudai is now stuck for life with a tattoo that says your quote, you know, spelling Y-O-U-R, you're my angel Uh, with wings on either end. Not you are my angel, you're you're my angel. Like that's (sighs) your my angel. You know, that one over there, that's I, your my angel. I, I would have my angel. Yeah, I would have been better was, if he was if it was like um like fantasiful and it was your like Y O R E. The angel of your. The angel of your. He was so close. Honestly, he could probably just fix it by getting taking out the my and just being like your angel. Yeah. And that's just how he like it's a name tag. It's how At he introduces point, himself right across you, his collarbones. You could cover that up with a chess piece. That is genius. That's the only I, way to get around that. I think that's a good way to recover it. Yeah. In fact, actually that's a really good Do you want to send that to him? You should you should DM, I, uh, DM the him. The thing is, the thing is though is that all these complaints and corrections of the grammar have fallen on very deaf ears because of course. like people from down. the show <laughs> Are correcting him and being like, "You die. Bro. That's the yeah. wrong phrase." And he's like, "No, uh. it's not. It's right." <laughs> yeah, oh. this is all on public, on Instagram comments. Even Yusuke from Aloha State, which I'm pretty sure he knows English because he lives in Hawaii, is telling him, "Hey, right. it's Y O U apostrophe R E. It's possessive." Oh. And you die is like, "No, I got it right." No, I mean, guys, it goes both ways. I'm just uh, shocked and amazed at this because certainly in the States, we've all seen it. We've all gone to a Kentucky Fried Chicken now and then, and there's some guy that gets out of his Ford F-150, and he's got, like, you know, uh, Chinese or Japanese characters going down the arm, and you know it says something like just broken ass. Yeah, just totally, like, the dumbest shit ever. Didn't Ariana Grande have something that said something stupid? Yeah, it said... uh, (sighs) Korean barbecue or something, something like, like that. Something like that. She thought it said something else. So it happens both <laughs> ways. It's like fascinating to me. And if you walk the streets of Tokyo, and I've so I've heard, I've never done it personally, but there's plenty, plenty of clothing, of hats, of shirts that just say some broken ass English that doesn't make any sense at all. Like, and that stuff sells. Yes. Oh, yeah. But it looks watch, cool. It you, looks cool to them. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, the, that, like their characters look cool to us. 
that they uh chris broad who is a travel vlogger in japan he's a, a dude from england who moved to japan uh a few years ago but he did an entire episode of uh, just all about japanglish mm-hmm. <laughs> and he found Man. so many he just walked into a random store and found so many things uh his favorite quote he made t- t-shirts out of it is like a magic yes <laughs> and and let's let's do a sex yep <laughs> Oh, uh, it, it yeah. is. It is magical, though. I mean, this tattoo yeah. also like what is like the concept of the tattoos like bro, like just crappy angel wings See, that, on the side. That's what like, I want to bring up, because I'm not sure. Like, I imagine his point is he's trying to say, if you're reading this, you're my angel, right? Is that kind of like a tramp stamp on your chest? Because it's kind of saying, yes. like, everyone who sees me topless, like, you're my angel. Like, I like Dude, it you. Total, it totally could pass as a tramp stamp. Totally. Now uh, that you what, say was that. His, what was his thought process behind getting this tattoo? Well, I just, look, I mean, he's getting a lot of tattoos, and it looks like he's definitely putting them together piecemeal. Like, if you look, like, I'm not recommending you look down by his waistline, but it's hard to miss. He's got, like, three or four just things just sitting there. It looks like. He just got bored one day and walked into a shop and pointed to the wall and said, I'll take one of those. Uh, but yeah. who knows, man? That's that's what I'm thinking, too. Like, we can't give him the credit that he thought this out. You know, I'm sorry, or you al- die. alternatively, <laughs> what I would love to see is maybe like near the bottom of his torso. He just has like an apostrophe and an E somewhere scattered down there. So it's kind of like the apostrophe and E fell off. His main chest tattoo. There's like an <sighs> asterisk. Yeah. Like actually, like it's the correction, yeah, but it's elsewhere here. on his body. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of thought I kind of thought it was fake. I, at least I was hoping that it was fake, and he just put it up there. Like, hey, look, I got these temporary tattoos. Check me out on Instagram. And it seems like at least how ardently he's defending it that probably it's not fake, which is just like big old yikes there. Yow. You're telling me the Oof. tattoos don't have autocorrect? No. No, they don't. One day, it's, it's in the future. <laughs> I feel like that was that was you guys like thought he's like shit. Got to double down on this, just like he doubled down thinking that he was a cook. Everything, dude. Yeah. No regrets, right? No regrets. <laughs> no guys. regrets. No regrets. No regrets. Here's the thing. I wish not even a single letter. I wish he got this tattoo like two years ago. Because could you imagine? Oh yes. If this was on the show and you just meet him for the first time, and it's like, oh, this kid's kind of weird. Like he sniffs onions. He thinks he's a cook. That's fine. Whatever. And the first like pool scene, he takes off his shirt. Everyone looks at it, and everyone's like, I'm sorry. Did you? Did you misspell your? No, wait, your? I'm sorry. Then he said it. Yeah, <laughs> some of them Money would God. never would never know, like you know. But Xion uh, would know. Xion would be like, oh, yeah, like, oh, excuse bro. me. Oh, yeah, but that's the thing about Japan that we learned too. Um, Colin, you and I are friends. Shout out to JJ. Uh, we met him at PAX. But like, oh, right, right. He was explaining how everyone Shout takes English in Japan, but like by the time you get out of school, it's like no one really uses it like you you see these travel vlogs like oh don't worry you can get by in tokyo and to his experience anyways he's like ah that's don't depend on everyone to know english because it's not really quite like that oh yeah because exactly because they don't feel like they need it so they don't use it but yeah shout out to jj what a cool guy man yeah jj yes, you're my angel <laughs> there my you're, you're, you're. Angel. thanks Yo, it too. What the fuck? Anyway, um, <laughs> let us talk about what's my real angel, which is episode two of Tokyo 2019-2020. The Tempura uh, Incident. There's already an incident, y'all. Already. Episode two. <laughs> this it's is 40 too soon minutes, for an incident, guys. Just 40 minutes into your Tokyo 2020 experience. Guess what? Drama, though? drama, drama. 
guess what, everybody? It wasn't the first incident that happened in this house. I'm hitting y'all with curveball right now. I found out through the grapevine, the, the Reddit sleuths are on it, and this house has actually been used before in adult entertainment. <laughs> No. That's amazing. Whoa. Okay. All right. Hold on. Whoa. <laughs> it's real. It's, you can Google this. Okay. It's wait. Real. That's what the rest of this episode is going to be about, Jack. Please elaborate. <laughs> it, it's yeah. I is guess it all they, the same furniture? It's a. <laughs> get the Febreze, please. Please tell me they laid down some like some tarps or some towels. I don't know, or... but you can definitely check out some adult entertainment if you. It is so in your nature to do so. And it will, there are some in Terrace House. I don't have the titles. I'm not going to give away the titles of the movies. You can Google this on your own, but I just want to drop, drop this little dank nug in the show. But it's, it's real. I mean, they've used it before, it's been on film, which kind of makes sense now because why the pool is set up as it is. And you can imagine oh, the setup uh-huh. underneath the stars or the rooftop terrace. Well, so, so it's the people who sit on the couch get to watch people fuck in the pool. I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's the TV <laughs> in this in this house. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Reddit, for this. <laughs> but let's get into the actual episode. We start off with the panel, as we always do. We're back. We're back. At it. This feels great, by the way. Just like being able to talk about New Terrace House again. Um, and the panelists are all like, "Yeah, Kauri's very sweet and very gentle, but also, oh shit, drama is brewing. Not of the adult kind, but there is drama so far." Um, and one of my favorite quotes from this this spot so far is Yama. He said something along the lines of how Risiko will need to scale the walls to find love. I feel like that's just very... <laughs> like I imagine her like doing flips, like, and then landing on someone on the other side. Yeah, or it's like Assassin's Creed, like you just climb up, grab onto windowsill after windowsill to yeah. find love at the rooftop. I'll bet yeah. you she can do I've, that. I've stuff. been surprised so far that she's not been like everyone's like oh she's really cute because she is she's super cute oh yeah no yeah she she's definitely very um what's what's the word that taka would use uh gyaru mm, i think she's she definitely comes across as the gyaru type very gyaru and she genki. wears like the colored contacts and nails and such yep she seems see, very motivated so, so she is wearing colored contacts yes Okay. Which, which is definitely confirmed because there was um last episode at the very end there when like everyone had already like taken their baths and gotten ready for bed and she had her contacts out and her makeup off and she was, you know, I'm not to be the one be like, "Oh, you look so much better without makeup." It's like you look equally as good, but like she was really cute without makeup too. For sure. For sure. Uh but as we dive into the actual episode itself, we start things off in the living room uh, where Risiko is um, making meal plans. Like She's actually calculating calories, doing the whole fitness trainer thing. And it's like, I'm so glad mm. that one of the first scenes we're seeing in this episode is of someone doing work and not of someone mm. trying to bone down. <laughs> oh, well, bone I mean, down, tongue down, mm-hmm. verbiage. It's always down. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, we, we, well, I mean, we, ended, we ended with someone getting yeah, asked out in the last one. So this makes sense. You got to You got to contrast it. Very um, much so. Yeah. So so she's doing diet plans. And is this the scene where where we Kenny is showing off his bus? Yeah. yeah. Kenny walks in. Okay. Kenny walks in, says, Ohio. And then, yeah, they sit down and finally whips out his phone. And my star of the show, the short bus comes out. It does, and I'll take it in. I'll take it in phone form if I have to. But damn it, I need to see this bus in action. 
I need to see the Jesus blanket. The Jesus blanket needs to make an appearance. I love this bus. You know what I was surprised about too is how Haruka actually was excited about it. She came off like, "Oh man, I kind of mm. want to see this bus." I it, yeah, I expected her to fully be like, "How long does it take to get to sixty? Fucking four minutes, Grandpa." Scoffing, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That is that. Yeah, but that's a ten second car, you and fuck. It, anyway, and it all it all uh, <laughs> it all kind of started. They started talking about vehicles because um, Haruka has a race, right? She has a drag race, mm -hmm. and they're like, right. "Oh, Just they didn't really it. understand." And they showed her. That she showed was the Corvette. So fun. Yeah, yeah, so they had to. Scene. Yeah, they had to explain. She had to explain what drag racing was. I didn't. I wasn't aware that drag racing was just not really a thing in Japan, or at least not famously. Yeah. You know, because here in the U.S., it's like drag races are a thing you go to and you you, mm. you attend them. You, I, I didn't mean, know especially it was in the Midwest. Yeah, I didn't know it was attributed to American style drag racing. It's just drag racing here, you know. But I yeah. guess it makes sense because you have American muscle cars. You've got you know, and Tokyo Drift is a thing mm. for a reason because like you know those cars tend to drift a lot right i think i thought it was mm. Go ahead, Daily. Oh, i thought it was interesting though that the misunderstanding was that it was like oh so you're like going to go watch and she's like no i'm like going to go race and they're like yes. you're driving one of the cars and she's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm driving my car i'm in my the race. car not one of the cars my fucking yeah. car my car yeah. yes i like that too yeah a lot yeah, it, it kind of those expectations it's like that that subtle sexism a little bit like oh but you're a woman you don't drive but she's like uh bitch mm. Here's my Corvette yeah. <laughs> from like, the year. Oh, you're just going to go watch. You're going to go. Who are you cheering on? Like, motherfucker. Yeah. Me. Yeah. And, Me. and it's a manual shift. No, but I, th this conversation, though, is is a little funny because so Haruka, of course, is, is talking about the Corvette and drag racing and stuff. And then Kenny brings up the, the short bus, shows off the bus. She's like, oh, man, I'd love to drive that. And he's like, yeah, it's super slow. It takes like forever to get up to speed. <laughs> but you will notice you will notice that he goes out of his way to admit the fact that he lives in that fucking short bus. Mm. <laughs> he yeah, just sidesteps it. <laughs> you know, but, like, this is my house. But he, yeah. will, he will say there is a bed in there, though. Mm. Wait, did so he wink, say wink. that? No, but I, I'm just saying, like, mm, I'm getting some vibes. <laughs> Especially because... Can we stop having the bus be the fuck bus? The bus has always been the fuck bus, and we'll always, always the be the fuck bus. Uh, uh, I'm just saying, fuck you, bus. this episode I'm getting some vibes that maybe Haruka might eventually see the fuck bus, if you know what I mean. We'll see. Uh, I hope the bus comes into play. I'm going to keep ringing that bell. Oh, for Bring sure. Bring the bus back. Um, but also in this scene, Risiko asks Kenny if he's quick to anger, I believe is the phrasing she used. Uh, and I think part of that was attributed to just how he acted the day before in episode one, right? Like, I got some vibes mm. that maybe when he was saying, oh, dozo, 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 yeah, go, go check out our room, whatever. It kind of put her off a bit, you know. That was my impression of Risako when she was talking to him because she was scared to like have any kind of confrontation. She had that piece of paper, remember, like right mm. in front of her face, and she was like mumbling. And I was like, she's like, oh, we just noticed that you're kind of holding your your cards close to your chest. Oh, that's yeah, I remember that now. It's like she was, yeah, she was very uh, anxious about asking him about uh, about him putting up emotional walls i guess or being very aloof and it's like uh, day two yeah and I, I don't know i i never really got the vibe that kenny i think kenny was just kind of you know getting used to being around these people he just met and so he kind of had to i don't know become more comfortable around them so it, it comes up when he talks to his band right i'm not trying to jump ahead too much but it's just right. like who wouldn't be guarded on day one yeah they're all strangers I, yeah to me that seems a little strangers weird that, and on camera <laughs> 
Yeah. That they would say he seems too guarded on day one. Like, it's day one. Like, let the, let the dude unpack. Yeah. Yeah, chill. Yeah, just chill. So, I don't know. I, th- I think it was a little odd for Risa to bring that up, right? But they don't really make a big deal out of it. I think Kenny no. reacted well. He didn't react very, like, you know, close. Like, he didn't close up more. You know, he just was like, oh, hey, well, you know, like, it's still early. You know, we can still hang out. We can still figure things out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think he handled over- it well. I agree. Yeah, overall, so far, no bad blood from what I'm seeing. Uh, we cut to Murasaki Sports in Harajuku, where we get to see Ruka's, hey, I have a job <sighs> montage. Um, uh, just does work. He talks it, to a girl. He does. And he's not uh, he, he doesn't, he doesn't dying he too hard. No, I thought he was still like smiling like a mofo. Like maybe because he was just talking about the other girls in the house. Maybe. You know, but he was definitely yeah, he, smiley, smiley glad hands. He was talking about how cute all the girls were in the house. Yeah. With his girl co-worker. Cute. Yeah. I, I wonder how long it took him to acclimate is that the right word with with this yeah. girl that he works with you know yeah. to the point where he can actually look her in the eyes and talk about <laughs> things like anything acclimate. weather i will say too six I, I months think, I, I think he <laughs> six straight months so uh, so uh do you do you like uh skateboards do you, do you like you like lamp i like lamp <laughs> jazz so i will say though you know being he's 20 right yeah that's a cool job to have where he is he's in harajuku at this pretty fashionable uh, sports apparel retail place. I would have loved to have a job like that when I was young. Oh, yeah. That's so a trendy-ass job to have. Yeah, being it's cool. His age cool location. where he is. Good for him. Yeah. But, you know, I wonder how much it translates to his job, the whole red face thing. Like, if he's a cashier or something, or if he's, like, talking what to someone. What happens when a girl, like, asks him how much something <laughs> Yeah. Like, <laughs> maybe maybe they come for that. They're not, like, not he's adorable. <laughs> maybe. Let's go ask him questions and maybe. watch him blush. And he just, like, he's looks at his feet. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, like, 40,000 yen. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> uh, but then we also cut to Ikejiri in Tokyo where Kaori is working. Uh, they don't tell us where she works from what I remember, which I mm-hmm. guess kind of makes sense. Um, but, you know, it's it's her whole work montage. We get to see a little bit of, you know, where she went to school and that she worked at an IT company, which props to her for not uh, bragging about it. Like she was just, oh, yeah, I used to work at a company, but now I'm an illustrator. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. It's mentioned later in the panel that like the university she graduated from is like a top university. It's like a big deal. Yeah, KO. And yeah, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And I really liked getting to see her um, workspace too. I noticed she has a Netflix mug Mm, on her desk. And I'm wondering, did she get that when she found out she was going to Terrace House? Did they give that to her? Was that part of the welcome package? (laughs) I remember she was just like, Hey, so like I have this thing for mugs. Do you guys um or <laughs> she, even better, she goes to our audition, goes into the Netflix Japan office, steals it, just like mug. just swipe like I don't know right if I'll ever get this chance desk. ever again. And she <laughs> I, takes it. So I need this for my I notice, pens. I noticed that um she doesn't have a lot of pens, but I noticed she had a cool image of Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. on the wall. That was pretty cool. But yeah, mm-hmm. and, and she studied abroad, right? At the like University of Paris or something yep. like that. But mm-hmm. her resume is mad impressive. She's like an overachiever, it would seem. And she's but, very emotionally uh, intelligent, very mature, very measured, it seems. Like this yeah. is early, but, that, but it's looking good. That's the thing. She's so modest about it, right? Because she could totally be yeah. the type mm-hmm. to be like, oh, you know, back when I was in Paris, you know, I learned that the French people do this, this, and that. And like, you know, bring up all kinds of shit that has nothing to do with anything, but yeah. just to show off how worldly and smart she is. But she doesn't. She just kind of comes off as like, yeah, I'm here to live in the house with y'all and have fun. 
we also learn here they wait till about this what second episode now to kind of reveal how far removed people are from their previous relationships right so didn't they say it wasn't about four months for her it wasn't long yeah it wasn't that long i i don't remember exactly yeah. what it was i think it was four months but yeah i could be wrong though mm-hmm. uh it's always interesting to see i i always wonder like how much is that going to affect like how ready people are for new relationships right yeah four months is not a long time but i but think we, she was in a relationship was was it four years Something oh like is that. it i didn't i didn't catch that yeah so she's yeah, in a four year sounds right do you know so Julie? she's four months removed from a four-year mm-hmm. relationship no i think not, so maybe uh, that i'm not sure about because it, that was from her okay. intro interview right that she said she had okay. she's only had two relationships oh. one of them was really long the other one i don't remember so, okay okay you know the, well, either way for no matter how you slice it four months are removed from a relationship it, it was at least it was longer than a year. So point being, four months removed from a relationship is is not long. Actually, we'll see but if it plays into anything. It's long enough, though. I mean, even though she's not here for yeah. love, you're on Tara's house, you know? Like, other people are going to come that. to the house with expectations, right? Mm. Uh, so. Like the expectations that our boy Shohei has. Yeah, our boy Shohei is thirsty. We'll get to that later, but <laughs> AF, <laughs> but an unquenchable thirst. Uh, let's cut to the kitchen with Kaori and Haruka, where Haruka's teaching Kaori how to make uh, a little what is it, natto casserole thing, a natto Dude, curry baked good. casserole. Yeah, natto what? Give me some meat that? and some rice and some gravy and some veggies and melt some square cheese on top. Mm. Oh yeah, it looks like, great. Yes. Um, but they also actually talk about Shohei and how to go like, oh, has Shohei talked to you since mm. uh, since he asked you out? And apparently She's not She's looking yet. for pearls. Hmm? She's looking for pearls, like he, of wisdom, little. Yeah. Uh, but mm. they both do agree that Shohei is probably one of the easier guys to talk to. But again, it's still early. Let's see how things go, right? Uh, Kenny walks in. They all remark that he has a haircut. But I feel like in this scene, he's <laughs> extra shy. <laughs> You know, I yeah. I, maybe part of it is the whole like he just got a new haircut. Maybe he didn't like it. I think maybe also Risiko asking him, "Hey, do you get mad easy?" Probably kind of made him very self conscious. He's definitely cognizant mm. of the fact that both the guys and the girls, everyone in the house is telling him that he seems fake. I'm not sure if that was the word, but it seems too guarded. Yeah, right fake now. was the word. Was it okay? That's yeah. He doesn't make himself seem approachable but i think he opens up after the 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 ending of this episode like oh yeah yeah, this i mean even even just this like encounter in the kitchen was super approachable you know he was kind of like they were like oh your your bangs look good straight and he was like oh really thank you and you know sitting down and eating with everyone the the way he took that compliment when he was like looking in the fridge or some counter or some cabinet or something it reminded me very much of taka's body language from uh Yeah. yeah I got that a lot from that. I can see that. Um, yeah. But he does work the room here. He, you know, he sits down to eat with them. Uh, he talks with Kauri kind of at length about their art and, you know, what kind of kind of stuff does she right. use? What kind of software does she use? They throw around the words like Illustrator and Photoshop. And I'm like, how much yeah. you have to pay Adobe to say those things? I'm very curious. And he, oh my gosh. But, and, I, yeah. yeah, the, I had a theory that was confirmed here Mm. Um, after seeing his Instagram and seeing some of his pictures. It's like all, you know, those beach babes, Mm. including the one that was that was mid shirt takeoff. Um, He what he does is he takes like photos from Instagram, etc. And he kind of like colors them in on in a digital program. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he trains on, on a tablet, so i.e., he, Illustrator. Yeah, yeah, so he's not he's not really making them from scratch. Which there's, I'm not like shaming him for that, but I just um, had wondered because of the way that the images look. They look traced, yeah. and that's what he's doing. It's versus seems fun. Like the yeah. from scratch that. Um, that Cowrie does. Yeah, it seems like he's just treating it like, like you said, like a coloring book. It's more like that for him. He's just kind of like filling it in and just stylizing it. Seems like a fun hobby yeah. to do. Mm-hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. when you're bored. And here's just another example of Cowrie being kind of maybe the best person in the house, where she doesn't look down on him or anything for tracing or the fact that yeah, maybe he, he's not as good at art as she is, but she's still like, oh cool, I still love to see her work sometime. You know, like she's such a positive force, mm-hmm. right? Very encouraging. They, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, were also. Have, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say you have this this back and forth between Kenny and Cody going and everyone else is kind of left in the dust, you know, because well, like yeah. you guys are like you're losing you you lost me. <laughs> actually, actually, they were being really um they were being really like considerate. I feel like they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Are you not able to follow this? She's like, no, it's fine. Continue. Yeah. But just the, an old you, you bring up a good point. You bring up a good point, Colin, because like the story not being told here, like the unspoken thing happening at this table is that. Kenny and Kauri are kind of bonding on this and then I'll never forget one of my favorite parts of this whole episode the camera cuts to Haruka and the gears are spinning like crazy because she sees what's happening here and she's like oh man they're bonding like oh man Kauri's already been bonding with uh, Shohei like what's going on here she gets like this almost like I, I don't. I don't know if I'd say frustrated desperation or whatever, but she just kind of blurts out all of a sudden, like, "Hey, teach me guitar." <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. To Kenny. Yeah, it, it was like, kind of out of nowhere. Whoa. It was like she was trying to like pull attention away from Cody. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it was that like that drastic. To me, it wasn't. Uh, but it was definitely out of the blue. I will the agree. Gears are spinning. She, she doesn't the, the, want to be left behind. Yeah, yeah the, exactly. The camera yeah. lingered on her for a while, and you could see her eyebrows like moving, like, "Oh God, do something, guitar!" Mm-hmm. Right, and and Let's then we see probably the most frightening shot in this entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that Ooh. in the nicest way, but she Yikes. she puts up her hand with the smallest pinky I've ever seen, and it's not like her whole hand is small. It's just her hand is the fingers are all what you'd expect, but then the pinky is like half the size. It's a human sized pink or hand with like a smaller pinky on it. It's like a baby pinky. But everything else is fine. Like you kind of expect your pinky to go like up to the last or the first, I guess, knuckle of your ring finger. Mm. But hers was like almost down to like the middle knuckle. Yeah. And like that's how short it was. I will ask everyone here. A third of her pinky. I want to ask everyone here who did not hold up their hand and look and check how short their pinky was <laughs> no. when that happened. Yeah. I know uh, everyone I, did. I, it. I'd everyone. like to say I didn't, but I did. I, if you did it, leave a comment seriously because I know other people out there were doing it too. But that that's like, hey, do you know? Do you know if you hold up your face and your palm is bigger than your face, you have cancer? <laughs> I think you do. Y'all, I've been tricked that way. Oh. <laughs> how dare you? I, guys in my school, they're total jerks, but they used to go up to naive girls and say hey if you can touch your elbows behind your back it's like means you're really smart or something like that and it was it's not a cool oh, trick I, guess, oh, I get it not That's a cool stupid. trick uh, it is not, oh it's not God. as cool but as a short pinky back to the hand though they do say like there are certain characteristic traits i'm not saying i believe in any of this stuff but like you know palm reading or whatever if you do that i'd like to know more about it but they'll say there's different traits if your ring finger is like longer than your index finger or vice versa it means xyz i don't know that stuff's kind of crazy so do you think if you have a shorter pinky, you're going to be into Corvettes and golf? 
if you have a shorter pinky, yes, there's got to be some exactly. advantages maybe to reaching the shifter mm. a little faster. Guys, mm. the no. obvious explanation here is she was a part of the Yakuza and left, oh, and so gosh. they cut off part of her pinky. That makes sense. She no. does like cigars and cognac, so maybe they took the uh, cigar snipper thing. Mm. For, oh, the to, cigar to, cutter. Yeah, to, oh, initiate, to initiate her into the, the group. Oh, dude. <gasps> Back oh to God. reality, <laughs> yeah. we know how, how that I've been playing whole, too much Yakuza, yeah. guys. The, the whole reason she brings up the pinky thing is because she's like, I can't reach a certain note chord. on yep. the guitar. Yeah, the yeah. F chord. And she wasn't yeah. lying. Yeah. So they actually <laughs> cut to the living room here where Kenny's actually teaching how to cut guitar. Uh, and Kenny's just marveling at like, wow, yeah, your pinky is like, like seeing it in practice probably is just like <laughs> frightening right it's kind of like oh man wow your pinky is actually incredible like what what did you do were you in the yakuza um he even goes as far as to suggest a mini guitar and i thought is that just a, uke? a ukulele a uke yeah, it's, it's a, a uke. Uke. i think is what he meant no no well no no, no no well he there is well, there are like uh, kid guitars yeah they're short scale guitars is what they're called yeah mm. or mm. or guys drums bongos drums. maybe singing Might help just just skip yeah. out on this yeah. instrument entirely yeah. or just or only songs. play chords that don't require a pinky exactly don't yeah just uh exactly just play power chords maybe i don't know guitar that much uh, i feel like but, you uh, need a pinky for power chords you okay. don't yeah. okay she, she knows enough though to or has enough pinky ability i guess because she was like oh i can play Country roads. Yeah, which that, and that's I, cool. I wanted like the full like let's sing it, let's jam. Country roads, take me home. This I was like, I was like, I was like, Todd Howard, is that you? Where? Hello. <laughs> I wanna, uh, I wanna <laughs> take the tone down just a little bit, guys, because Cowrie knew what was happening here. She was sitting on the couch. She was like, "This is getting a little flirty here. I'm gonna excuse myself, go upstairs." And this is one of the first scenes of T20 where I'm like, wow, they're really changing up the pace and cadence of Terrace House for this because it was slow. It was quiet. It was peaceful. It was poignant. It There was a lot of unspoken flirting going on here. It was really nice scene. And, you know, I, I don't I can't I struggle to think of many scenes where they would have lingered on this for as long as they did. And I really appreciate it. I don't know. It was, it was a good change of pace here for what I come to know of Terrace House. I mean, we're coming off the sock incident. We're coming off all this other bull crap. So maybe that's that's why I'm sensing a big kind of a scene change here. But I really appreciated it. And it was like a quiet moment. And it's something that, that I thought was just really pleasant to watch. Anyone else? Yeah, no, I 100% agree with you. It's nice to have scenes in the show. Even though like we, we already know what happens at the end of this episode. But regardless we're generally just getting shots of people living together, which is what mm. Terrace House is, is people that live together. Mm -hmm. And it feels like more centered around the living than just what the potential drama or love interest there could be. I liked it. Yeah. I thought it was a moment. And we find out that Haruka, when she goes back and talks to Kauri, Haruka thought it could have been a moment too. I mean, they basically got a date together. They it did. was pretty smooth. Yeah, Haruka brings up oh, that yeah, she has right. a friend who is going to be playing a show this Sunday. And Kenny kind of invites himself, but it was definitely one of those uh, those moments where you would know, like, oh, she's saying this because we're, we're yeah. going to this together. She, she, yeah, yes. she, she wanted him to go. Yes. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. So it was, it was just overall, like, a nice experience. Definitely, like, a, you know, they're kind of meeting in the middle, mutual agreement to, like, let's go out on a date. Um, 
and they kind of turn it into a, a day-long thing like hey are you busy before the show let's go grab lunch or dinner you know mm. yeah and kenny also is feeling just a touch of maybe a little bit of guilt just because he knows how ruka feels right yeah. not enough guilt to not say anything but you know he comes back later he's like hey i just want to be forthcoming with this where i'm going out with the girl you like right and ruka ruka took oh. it fine i i mean it's hard to read him he's always smiling and not in like a fun way mm. but in a way that kind of reminds me of the joker which isn't <clears throat> great uh, <laughs> huh? um, oh dang <laughs> so a little i'm a little worried um, I do imagine his cheeks hurt at the end of the day. For sure. Yeah, I wonder I wonder if his mom like ever told him that fairy tale of like, you know, if you smart smile too hard, then your face will be stuck that way. Mm. Oh my gosh, one day's like, you know how I got these scars. <laughs> uh, but but uh, it wasn't great news, right? He didn't he didn't love the news that they're going out, no. but he also I think he he was mature about it. Yeah, he didn't take it like, well fuck you, man. You knew I liked her and all that. You know, he didn't do that. So that was cool. He didn't pull and a show he out. He and he and uh Haruka kind of got a moment together, regardless, like directly afterward. Yeah. Because he comes home and she's like, oh, I'll show you, you know, like how you put the cheese on the casserole and cook it up in this little dish. And I got to say, for someone that's like desperately embarrassed around girls, that was pretty smooth because they were like both using the oven at the same time, like talking to each other very close. Right. But what they didn't show is the two hour long like compression session afterwards where Ruka just needed a moment to himself breathe in <laughs> breathe out i did it i stood next to a girl for like an hour <laughs> he just had to like meditate on the idea of being around a girl yep. he's just like just 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 focus you're okay <sighs> deep you're breathing okay exercise deep breathing yeah get get that blood back down into into my, my body your other organs <laughs> instead of my head <laughs> yikes. yeah yikes uh but yeah so that, i mean that was a good scene and it was a very like nothing is happening here scene but i'm okay with it you know it's just a bunch of people living together you know people cooking together to it. make dinner kenny's sitting there yeah. in the in the living room texting people like it was just yeah they're living right mm -hmm. uh, living Co yeah. cohabitating and then uh we cut to the panel uh where none of them much like holland said earlier none of them seem to know what drag racing is they kind of like pick at it and and they kind of describe around what drag racing is without actually getting to the point. It's pretty simple. It's, Step it's, on the yeah, pedal. Yeah. Two, two, cars, two cars line up next to each other. And when the light turns green, they go down a quarter mile track. Yes. And see who gets fast. there. Yeah. Who gets at the end first. Yeah, you got you to take your life one quarter mile at a time. And I was going to say, everyone's seen Fast and Furious, at least the first one, which is like the longest quarter mile in the history of the world. If you ever watch that first drag race in Fast and Furious, it's like a two minute thing. Yeah. Which normally should be 11 seconds. Yes. Uh, and this is also where they praise Kaori for going to KO. And she's very modest, like we've been saying here, too, as well. Uh, we cut now to the girls' room where it's Kaori, Haruka, Ruka, and Kenny. Uh, and this is their first time for the boys. This is their first time seeing the girls' room with the weird T-shaped yeah. bed that I still yeah. think is frightening. Um, and they cool. guys liked it. I, they I thought like it. it was cool. Sure, um, but they all also <laughs> liked Kauri's art, and they were all kind of looking through it, picking at it. Uh, this is where we mm. get to hear that Kauri has a moniker called Foxco. I love Fox the Co. little story behind it, where basically she was a fan of Tiffany and Co. and would go by Fox and Co. 
But then at her job, they wouldn't allow her to have a side company, which was what Fox and Co would look like. So she just shortened it to Fox Co. And I'm like, and that's, that is, that's yeah. good. That is a common that. practice, too, if you notice. Um, definitely in the video game industry. I imagine probably other industries this bleeds out as well, too. But a lot of people will have fake names as their credit because when you have a job in Japan, it's kind of accepted like that's your one job, that's your career, that's the company you work for for your whole life. You're not allowed to have extra side gigs, but still people somehow in a, in a country where they're working 80 hours a week already want to do even more. And so that's the way to branch out is to have that alias, that Banksy, so to speak. Yeah. That's that's who Kauri is. Kauri's Banksy. Kauri's Banksy. We figured it out. <laughs> oh, guys. my gosh. We, we did it. We figured it out. You guys are about to break the internet. Oh, no. I believe it. Oh, I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think it's cool. I didn't know that her pen name was Foxco, but it's a cute name, and I like it. Yeah, I like um, it. Yeah. I like it, too. I'm a it's, fan. Yeah. A little close to Foxcom, but I digress. Yeah. Uh, but no, she says she's going to be showing off some of her art soon at a cafe, and then, then Kenny takes this opportunity to mention, oh, I'm also doing a show at Golden Week at a cafe near the beach. Please mm. be excited and come. Yes. Please come. Yep. Please, please. come. I, I, please, please, please. I need people. Please enjoy <laughs> my so, spicy soul. I, it's so small. I, I need I, ears on my every music. Every time I hear his band's name, I'm always just like, okay. And then I see the spelling, and then I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and then we cut to the boys' room, and this is, I think this is the first time we see Shohei, is it? Maybe? Show, yeah, yes. Shohei was AWOL. Yeah. He was MIA most of the Guys, episode. He's got too point. many things he's got to get awesome at. True. That's what he's doing. True. But Can't he's not going to master any of them, though, because there's no point in that. He's mastered um, them all. Oh, That's the thing. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so okay. Shohei seems a little jealous that, oh, Ruka and Haruka got to make dinner. I wish I was there for that, right? But I'm like, well, fuck you. Go, go live at home. Live in the house that you live in for a little bit then. <laughs> Stand your life. in the place that you live. I'll stop. Thanks. Um, <laughs> and this is also where Kenny yeah. confesses to Ruka and says, hey, I'm going out on a date with Haruka. Just mm. heads up. Yes. Uh, and then, so you know. Yeah, just so you know. And then we cut to the girls' room. And this is where we see only Haruka and Kaori, which I'd like to take this point a moment and say, Risiko is kind of out of the picture, too. Kind of this whole episode, man. For most of it, yeah. right? She's busy. Yeah. She's she's at work. We see her there. That's kind of yeah. Like, she's climbing. She's climbing later. stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I climbed like three buildings today. I climbed like okay. six. Stairs. To be to be clear, though, we do know that parkour is her her job. <laughs> like she's not being paid to scale buildings and do flips. Yeah, no, it's not she, her job. She teaches exercise classes. She is she's really she's kind of like uh, a bit of a drill sergeant. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She, you know, mm -hmm. corrects everyone, walks around and is like, up, oh, you too. Get it up yeah. there. Come on. You know what? You know it's what, though? I, I, I'm sure she does. A, I'm sure she works really hard, but I'm also sure that she was probably a little bit more strict when the cameras were around. Mm. And they're like, man, this workout's way harder now because Tara's house is here. <laughs> I can see that. I also got a little bit saying. of like a Napoleon vibe because she's shorter, right? So like she needs to make up for the height with more authority be more forceful yeah she seems like a good leader oh she seems like she knows what she's talking mm. about too for sure yeah mm. uh but in the girls room with haruka and kaori uh haruka's kind of smitten over the fact that oh like there's a guy in the house who can teach me guitar that makes me so happy <laughs> yeah. and kaori's yeah. just like yeah i that that's why i left the living room to give you <laughs> she guys like, that's why i yeah. left she's like wouldn't i can't remember the exact wording but she's like she wouldn't you like that wouldn't wouldn't you 
be swooned by that and Kyrie's like eh, I don't really care that much about guitar big deal yeah. big whoop and then Haruka's like oh well I'm embarrassed now yep because so, she's kind of showing her cards but I mean it's kind of working its way out I mean by the end of this episode we'll get there but Cupid's arrows are starting to point in very definitive yeah. directions yeah I, I feel like I feel like some major wheels this is like setting it up for like the next two or three episodes at least we're yeah. gonna start seeing some stuff i'm excited to yeah. see where it goes but the girls yes. do also remark that at this point kenny does seem a lot more like just in general just a lot more easygoing so i think maybe he's starting mm-hmm. to you know feel his place in the house which is nice it is yeah. he needs to, he it's glad i'm glad that he becomes more comfortable around the rest of the housemates for sure. i have a feeling after the end of this episode he's gonna emerge as the more mature 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 full-bodied like a mature. fine wine uh Oh. So now we cut to stu- Sound Studio Noah, kind of weird, you know, sure, um, in Shimokitazawa, Tokyo, with Kenny wow. and his whole band, Shpaishi Shou, where yes. they, this Shpaishi. is now Kenny's I work, I have a job montage, right? Um, I Real quick, I don't want, I'm not trying to be funny. Like, is it seriously pronounced Spicy Soul? I believe it's just That's spicy how I keep soul. hearing it. Spi- spi- it's spicy soul? Spicy soul. It's spicy, yeah. right? It's it, pronounced like that, right? It's hard spicy. to say. It's yeah. hard to say yeah. for native Japanese speakers, but okay. I'm, I think it's just supposed to be like English spicy soul. Spicy soul. Got it. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, but yeah, Romaji definitely would be hard to say. Right. Uh, but here we learn, yeah, he's been single for three months, and this is where he tells mm. his bandmates, hey, everyone in the house thinks I'm kind of fake which is weird because like we've only been there for one day get off my nuts yeah i love the sass from his bandmates mm. like the one guy was just like oh the guys said it too oh they're just trying to get in good with the girls <laughs> oh, yeah. trying to sabotage you is what he said <laughs> yeah yep but i, mean, I think wrong. kenny had his head on straight he's like nah i don't see shohei as being that type i, I say the jury's still out on that we'll see um, but but yeah, yeah I, th- I think he's still just trying to he's trying to navigate Terrace House right like you got to get along with the dudes you got to you know get to know the girls a little bit better so he and he knows he's on camera too and he knows that everyone's gonna see this so I don't think he's ready quite yet on day two to disparage anyone right, disparage. right. we're saving that for episode fourteen specifically episode fourteen mm, mm. let's go bookmark it okay um, but yeah seriously <laughs> like let's get our predictions out now. <laughs> 14 someone's gonna disparage someone yep. oh man there's got honestly i foresee out of this group major drama at some point really out of this group i feel like how to uh, i feel like ruka and shohei would be at the center of it and haruka would stoke the flames if i had to guess really? i'm thinking i'm thinking haruka oh. and uh risako like yama i'm with yama on that mm. well see i think haruka no matter what is going to be the one who's angry Right. Why do we all feel that way? She's getting compared to Fuyumi already. Yes. <laughs> she kind of looks like yeah, her a little bit. Is. Like everyone feels like that's where the fulcrum of disdain is going to come from. And I mean, she's, yeah, Natsumi was already named. Gosh, she's at the center of our of our incident of this episode that we're building up. She to is. Here. Um, so let, let's start fast forwarding to get to that. Right. So we also go through uh, Risako's. I have a job montage where she drill sergeants her way through a yep. uh, a workout session. And uh, then we get to the living room or uh, the kitchen with Shohei and Kaori where they're working on some food. And this is the point where, again, this is like the second time we see Shohei in the episode, but he finally cements with Kaori like, hey, you know, so I asked you out. Are you still into that? Are you free Saturday? Let's do something on Saturday. So they have a day set. 
Right. So, and then yeah, he proceeds to spend the next forty-five minutes torpedoing himself as a character. That sounds gross. <laughs> see, see, the thing was is that I was yeah. actually Language. I was charmed for the first time by him in this scene because he was like, it was like, oh, how much of like this ingredient do I put in? And he's like. Oh, this much, and it's like really, and he's like, I don't know. Yeah, he's like, oh, I'm just gonna eyeball it. I don't know. It's he's not got, exact science, and it's just like you sounded so confident. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They, they had good chemistry, right? You know, uh, Kari yeah. asked him, "Hey, when's the last like? Did you have you had Japanese food since you got here?" And he's like, "No." And then she's kind of joking around, like, "Oh, well, I guess I can't mess this up now, you know, and for your sake." Did they make yeah, that it was good, dish? Good bants. Did they make that dish that he said that he needs to go to Chinatown for for the special ingredient in episode one? The Is that what they made here? Lurufan? No, no, they made yeah, niku, niku jaga oh. here. Okay, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. niku Which jaga. Which is just meat, meat and potatoes. Meat and potatoes. Simple. Same. Delicious. It's like a soup. Uh, so then Haruka enters the the room, and they all start drinking some asahi, which brand sponsor place, placement right there. Um, <laughs> yeah. They really could. Yeah. And Shohei mentions that he has an audition for a detective drama. I don't I don't think he said what role he's going for. I kind of hope is it's the detective, the detective though. Detective is... Oh, I what if he's say, just the victim, like, laying on yeah. the ground, like the dead body? We need you to I just was hoping there. he was, he was going to be Detective Pikachu. Oh. I don't know. I, I just... I want to see him, like, you know, detective getup, overcoat, you know, the police badge, beanie. Just beanie right on the head. <laughs> With the beanie. Oh my god, the beanie's Detective right there. Detective beanie son. We, we, sit down and watch, we sit down and watch the show and it's like, hey look, there's my leg. And that's it. It's just like a one second shot of his like leg. <laughs> Maybe it's a severed leg and he the rest of him was just like CGI. photoshopped out in post. Yeah. <laughs> it's his, it's just his shin like the producers of Terrace House just gave him some B-roll. <laughs> Here, throw shin in there. <laughs> Um, oh man but, but yeah like, let's see if he gets it yeah and here you know kari kind of prods him a bit more and it's like oh so like you know how'd you how do you know you wanted to start to get to act into acting right you know he describes how he went to school to be a director but then decided acting is kind of his main calling i guess but maybe that's not quite his main calling because after kenny gets in the house <sighs> shit goes down it goes there, down, down to clown. There so we is. have our first little, little tad bit of drama here. I don't think, I don't think it's super over the top major, but it, like, it's no socket. It goes it. down. There's a, there's an, but there's an no. argument. It reminded me a lot of Boys and Girls Next Door, the dream judging yeah. from Yuki. Yeah, it reminded Wait, me and girls of next that door. Scene. Boys and Girls Next Door would tap. Wait, you mean in the city? In the yeah. city, in the city. Oh, in the city, yes. It, next yes. door. Oh, in sorry, the city. I, was, I was gonna. Where I was really confused. They? I was like, wait, we've never <laughs> seen somewhere. that. There's somewhere We're in, in Japan. It might be next door. I don't know. But no, yeah, like Tap's whole dream police thing. That right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, it was definitely that sort of spat. Right. It's yeah. it's a difference in philosophies for sure right yes. so it's just it's the old guard versus the new generation yeah so right so, so let's so let's let's set it up right you basically you've got haruka who is uh definitely an older soul she is the first to admit that right she calls herself a grandpa earlier in this episode she mentioned she likes golf and racing cars you know she's very old at heart um and oh. she mentions that she thinks the best way to get a career and to be good at your career is to find that set of skills that you're really good at and work at that like just that skill being dedicated be a master at mm-hmm. that because then that will open up jobs for you 
And also one of her points with that too is that, you know, in order to be like respected and just well thought of publicly is to be focused and dedicated to one thing. That was right. another one of her points mm. too. Shohei Which was kind of yeah the exact opposite, essentially. He thinks I should be able to feel like I want to, I can do whatever I want to do, pursue whatever I want, whenever I want. I don't need to master anything necessarily, but today I can feel like painting, tomorrow I can feel like acting, the day after I can feel like writing. And he does all of those things, which sure, whatever, I guess. But his whole thing is that, and he went as far as to say, people who think that you have to only focus on one thing will die out soon anyway. Oh, which is not true was, because oh. Japan has the longest lifespan on Earth. They ain't dying anytime <laughs> soon, dude. I don't know what you're talking about. You got like another fucking hundred years at least. Yeah, that, so that that's so. At that point, uh, up until that point, it was just like it was like okay, this is just turning into like a disagreement of philosophies. But like to go as far as saying like, oh yeah, no, people with the mindset will die off soon. Fuck those people. Yikes. Is basically what he's saying. Yeah, it's like he's and been listening to Slipknot a little, a little bit too much. Well, it was a little much. Like that's just saying this is the right. I have the right opinion. Every other opinion is fucking wrong. And you'll you'll die for having not my opinion. Yeah, because like like no one was helping themselves during this. Like Shohei went too far with that comment, but then (sighs) she wouldn't let it go. Haruka was just like would not let it drop, and I think. Was she the one that said, like, I cannot leave an argument unfinished? No, that, that was Rusako. In the Interesting, then, mm-hmm. because she sure as hell isn't letting this go. Yeah, I mean, so what I like about this argument is you have the two main, the two uh, opposing forces, right? You've got Haruka on one side and Shohei on the other. And then you have Kaori, who is my understanding is she's mostly on Haruka's side. She does agree that, yes, you should find that one skill that you're really good at and focus on that and turn that into your career. And she uses herself as an example, right? Where she used to be a businesswoman at an IT company and also do illustrating, right? Uh, But she didn't Mm. want people to think illustrating is something she did on the side. She wanted people to think that's who I am. That's what I'm good at. If you were to ask me to do one thing for you, I'd want it to be drawing something, right? Right. That's yeah. why she took the leap, quit her business job, focused only on being an illustrator, built up her Foxco brand, and that's where she is today. She dedicated herself to it. Yes. She to the one thing. all secondary stuff. Yes. So she did what Haruka's talking about. Right. But she's at least understanding of Shohei. Like, she doesn't call Shohei wrong or think he's dumb or anything like that. She's just, you know, like, no. oh, I understand where you're coming from. I just think from experience, this is how I see the world. Right. Right. And and it, I think in my in my opinion, I think Shohei was the one that was like kind of in the wrong with all of it, because if he hadn't said such a, a, a tone deaf comment as he did about like, hey, those people are going to die off soon, because that's like you're saying Haruka is going to die off yeah. soon, like people like Haruka. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you're just fundamentally wrong there, dude. You're just trying to shove other pe- your own opinion down other people's throats. It's OK to agree to disagree. That's not what you're doing here. And it's like what Tokui said, too, when it went back to the panel. Like, if you had some evidence to show us, you know, of how successful you are 
approaching life the way you do, then maybe we would listen to you more and, and take you a little bit more seriously. But it's just kind of yeah. dismissive. I mean, that's the look that Haruka has at the end of it. She's like, fuck you, dude, whatever you say, I'm done with this. And like, yeah. you know, th- there was no there was no like common ground. It was just like, OK, there's a line in the sand and they there wasn't any like kind of again, like, you know, common understanding yeah. there. I don't I don't understand why we couldn't like just be a let's agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. what works best for you is going to be different than what works best for me. Right. Because it, 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 it didn't it wasn't so much an argument as it was at the end. Shohei putting himself on a, on a pedestal above other people. Yeah. When I think about someone who dedicates their life to something, like their entire life to something, I think of uh, Jiro, Dreams mm. of Sushi. Mm-hmm. Anyone seen that? Yeah. One of my favorite I documentaries. I haven't seen it, but I, I know what you're talking about. Of all mm. time. I don't know if it's still on Netflix. Hopefully it is. So that's where I saw it. But I'd man, like this it. guy, I mean, he just, he's got a little, um, a little restaurant at like the bottom of, I don't know if it's an airport or parking garage or whatever. It's like nothing, right? 10 chairs is like a three month wait to get in. It's like four or $500. I don't know, something like that to, to eat there and just get 10 pieces of sushi. But this guy like dedicated himself his entire life and it was just such an inspiring story. So I don't know how you could disparage that kind of philosophy. I don't know. Cause he just, he was just so inspirational. Yeah. So maybe I'm just thinking out myself, like maybe I'm probably on Haruka's side on this side of the argument here. I, I mean, I see both sides of the argument, right? I think it all just depends yeah. on the kind yeah. of person you are. Like there are some people who do need to jump to different skills to feel like they're engaging themselves in life, right? Because life is all about engaging yourself. If you're not engaged, what are you doing, right? Mm. Uh, you're so- getting married. Thank you. Uh, uh, but with Shohei, he needs a lot of things to keep him distracted. Maybe he has ADD. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe he just needs that constant change to feel good. That's fine, right? Haruka is very different, clearly, right? She figures, she focuses on the one thing, and she wants to be good at that one thing. It's it's so different in terms of mentality that I think trying to compare the two isn't a good idea. Or else you'll get arguments like what we just saw. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. It it is. It's you know uh, apples and oranges. Exactly. Because you know uh, Haruka kind of hounds Kenny down a bit, right? She tries to get Kenny to oh my god for sure tell me your thoughts because she asked him once, I, Kenny, what do you what do you think about this? And <gasps> that's the thing. There was a natural ending to like this, and it was like, okay, we're putting this away, and then it was like, no, I want to hear what yeah. Kenny thinks. Well, yeah, because she says that at first, but then you know, Kari's done making dinner, and then the, you know, dinner's brought, and everyone's eating it. And it's like, oh, this is good. This is good. This is good. Yeah, Kenny, I want to hear your thoughts, Kenny. <laughs> I, I want. Well, she does ask permission to like bring it back up too. Yeah, which I guess. Yeah, she does say, "Can I bring up what we're talking yeah, about earlier?" You know. But, still, but who's going to be like, no, <laughs> yeah, stop right, right. it she at this kinda, point yeah, in she, their relationship. Yeah, you're right. Like, it's going to go there pretty much. And that's where it went. And we we need also to remember the reason why this incident on episode two, baby, of fucking <laughs> Terra's house, we have our first incident, is called the Tempura Incident is because right. of the way it ended. And that's what Shohei saying. It's like Tempura. <laughs> I like you can't have it 10 days in a row. You're going to get sick of it. Like, yeah, he says, I like tempura, but I wouldn't eat it every day. And it's like, well, no shit. But that's like comparing apples and oranges to jet fuel. Yeah. It has that's very it, it has nothing yeah. to do with anything, and that no. and that's where Haruka had that great expression, like, whatever, dude, what the fuck, I'm done with this now. Yeah. But uh, to, to my concluding thoughts here is that, of course, like, I think people should 
pursue all their interests you know what i mean and and go with where their passions are like i and i do think like to what Shoei's point was like it's possible to do a bunch of things and excel at them like of course i guess it just matters on where your bar for success is right like how successful do you need to be in order to consider yourself a success you know yeah so there's there's there are people out there that that just seem to do everything i mean look at elon musk right he's he's diversifying his skill set he's getting shit done as an example i think kenny's response though is pretty interesting right in that one he actually reveals a lot about himself here which i liked uh he explains that in his 20s he was going to school for cosmetology he wanted to be a hairstylist Mm. which is very cool i would not have expected that just by looking at him but like it's it's interesting that he's revealing and divulging this information um but then he goes on to say that sure i went to school for it that's not what i ended up doing i changed my careers later in life probably later than most people should but that's because he felt in his heart that music is his thing for Mm -hmm. sure like that's that one skill that haruka was talking about for him right where he's like this is the skill i want to put at the top Mm -hmm. of my resume he was a late and, bloomer with his career, and I can definitely relate to that. Right. Yeah. I, th- I think an important point that he made, too, was that he was like, I didn't see any point in, like, trying to be the best hairstylist in all of Japan. Right. It's like there there are definitely some paths where it's like even if you, you know, work very, very hard, it's it's pretty, I guess, unattainable, almost, like too much trouble than it's worth to try to be like the best of the best like no one was it was interesting to me then that no one asked um haruka it's like are you trying to be like the best actress in the world then hmm yeah. are you throwing yourself at it like 100 percent. well i didn't get the vibe that this discussion was about you have to be the best at the thing you're you're trying to be good at i think it was just more of that how many what, things are you trying to be good at? Yeah, that is it and one also, or many. What's the point mm. of trying to be good at something you're not good at? Like, what's the point of pursuing a career in a skill that you aren't good at? And also, like, this also reminds me of the tap incident, right? Like, dude, you can't expect someone to know, like, as early as you, you know, what direction you want to go. You know, like, like mm. tap knew he wanted to be a tap dancer, like, early ass in life, and good for him. Like, hey, that's awesome for you, but like, that's definitely more the exception than the rule i mean your brain doesn't even your frontal load doesn't even stop developing until you're 25 or something like that mm. like you got to figure shit out and you got to be allowed i think the most important thing is be allowed to make mistakes and fuck up a little bit you know to really yeah, find out where a little bit yeah to, w- to really understand where you need to go in life i think that that's a healthy way to go about it yeah and it's just it both in the tab situation and, and in this the the temper incident and it it's just not a, a fair to assume that everyone shares the same philosophy as you. Everyone approaches life the same way as you. Everyone has their own path in life. Everyone is going to uh, discover themselves in their own way. And your the way you live your life doesn't have any fucking consequence in anyone else's. Obviously, Shohei, he is not really adhering to traditional Japanese societal norms, it would seem. And he seems to resent that, right? He has a very hostile attitude towards that other philosophy, right? Of dedicating yourself to one thing, which is why he said what he said. Also, yes, to Yama's point, people that feel that way often try and justify, right? Their thoughts by, by putting it down, 
You know, like, well, yeah. that, that it's fucked up and that's why I'm not going to do it because that's wrong and I'm right to your point earlier, Robert. Yeah. I just think they they need to cool it. Maybe Shohei more so than Haruka. Cool it. But, like, Haruka is done. I think, I think she's at that point where, like, Haruka Shohei ain't going to be a thing. Ever. I mean, the... I thought, yeah. I mean, how do you think, what do you think this did to maybe Cowrie Shohei prospects? Because I kind of felt like he reduced his stock here yeah, to yeah. everyone at the table. He reduced his stock with everyone. I would say so. Yeah, I feel like he's kind of become the lesser villain right now. Mm, mm. Yeah, because he, he showed his hand and he showed that he's, at least in some ways, closed-minded. Mm. He has the capability of saying some shitty things. Yep. Yeah. Uh, exactly and i i love that at this final panel bit i'm i'm pretty sure yama said that he thinks shohei will cry on this show and i am so excited by that prospect because i don't think it's gonna be like o and d shohei cry where he's so sad he's leaving (laughs) i think it's gonna be like a vindictive everyone in the house doesn't agree with you kind of cry and this oh this may gosh. be mean to say, but I really want to see that. I didn't believe it. Before, I wouldn't have <laughs> believed it before this episode, but now after seeing this, like I could totally see that happen. Hundred percent. This isn't the end though of this episode. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you need one every season now. Right. Um, but there is a little bit more here because of this final scene in the living room where everyone's there except Haruka because Haruka is already in bed because she needs to play oh. golf at four in the morning. Oh my gosh! What this the lady, man. four a.m. <laughs> she is golf. something else. What the fuck? Like of all she the is sports, something else. no golf isn't even a sport. Why? Yeah, like it's not like she's going fishing. I understand waking up early for the fish, guys. But, I didn't go to bed until maybe four there's this a commute? morning. Maybe, maybe, yeah. Or you know, maybe you hit your best balls before the sun rises. That's maybe you do. That's Robert. what I always <laughs> say. <laughs> that was my best ball I just hit. Um. But yeah, so Haruka's in bed and the other five are just kind of chilling, doing their own thing on the, the couch. And this is me, the first scene, actually, we get to see Risa go, like, talk to the others in the house. Right. Which is wild. Um, but she's kind of just throwing out there, like, I've got nothing to do this weekend. Hey. Come on, boys. And then, you, like, you see in her head, she's, like, spinning a wheel. Come on, Ruka, Ruka, do you want to come with me this weekend? You want to hang out? You want to do something? Dude, this was so cringy ruka is so bad at this guys i don't think it's an act no he is very I bad thought at it this was cute no this is why it wasn't cute because how does it go robert go ahead continue i'll jump in so ruka is obviously taken taken by surprise like oh uh sure and risiko asks him hey think of something something to do and as uh. as ruka is getting redder and redder by the second yes, yes. he suggests a movie he should have stopped there, but he uh, went he, on he, to say, uh, "Let's go see yeah. a movie." <laughs> what about the Detective Conan movie? For those who do Wait. not know, Detective Conan is a oh. very long-running anime about a seven-year-old boy who has like a thirty-year-old man living inside him. I guess that does detective stuff. It's like big and Law and Order, yeah, like, mixed together. But it's also, I think, I think it's. The nostalgia factor, too, is why, like, grown people also go and continue to see Detective Conan. No, it sure. Is like, like, it is like a common, a like, it's a popular show, right? But I did watch some of it just to get the flavor for it. It definitely feels like it's more skewered, like, younger, young adult audience, teenager. Yeah, that's where, that's the vibe. Well, that's like, the tone here's the I thing. Yeah, don't get me wrong. I would still totally rock seeing Pokemon yes. 2000. Yes. Right now, right? Yes. But I saw not, that in theaters. But not necessarily as a first date with a girl. 
that or I don't know is, who says she that's doesn't fair. who says that's she fair. doesn't want to watch it. That's what I'm that's my point we're getting at right now. So so she's like, Oh she's like, I'll watch whatever and he goes, How about the tech code? And she's like, Oh, never mind, I take that back. And then Cowrie is like throwing the motherfucker Ruka a bone, like, dude, pick a different movie. Yeah, goes, you should pick but a I different really movie. I really want to see it. I've been looking forward to it. <sighs> and then and then uh Risako uh gives in, it's like fine, I'll try new things, it's fine. And then Inst- he just is totally oblivious and clueless here. He's like, "Good, I've been looking forward to it." <laughs> I'm gonna jump in here. I'm gonna jump in here, Child. Ruka. Ruka, you made a mistake, dude. Seeing a movie, seeing a movie in general was not a good idea. Dinner seeing and a movie, movie would have been okay. What's that? Dinner and a movie would have been okay. Would have dinner been. and a movie would have been okay. Mm-hmm. Seeing a movie and seeing a movie alone. I'm having Eden Kai flashbacks. Yusuke yeah, flashbacks. From Aloha we'll State. see if it happens. But, but yes. don't force a girl to go to a movie she doesn't want to go to as your that, first yeah, date. See, that's, this that's is a the, date. That's the kicker. Not only did you make the mistake of only going to the movies, because the, going to the movies is not a social fucking date. It's a terrible first date. It's awful. But you picked a movie she doesn't even want to see. Dude, come on. Yeah, and, and it, it was just a lot it was cringy you. to watch. Right. I feel like. If you're someone who would still go back and watch Detective Conan or P- or Pokemon or whatever, right? That's fine. I'm not shaming you for that. I'm, I don't kink shame or anything. But and, you know, I think it's fine to have that nostalgic tie to the things that you liked as a kid. And I also think it's fine to reveal that to the person that you may or may not like. That should not be the first thing you reveal to the person that you may or may not like, though. I feel. I'm gonna go see Pokemon 2000. Like, Let's go. Unless you meet them at an anime convention or something, sure. But this is like, this is weird. This is like meeting them at a dorm in college. And the first thing two, you say is, hey, you want to go mm. see a Detective Conan movie? Oh, two things are revealed here. Okay. Ruka's cluelessness. Terrible at reading the room. There's a term for that. I forgot the term in Japanese, but there's a term for your ability to read the room. He don't have Kukio that skill yet. Yomit. Thank you. He don't have that skill yet, and he needs to get it. And maybe he will by the, his by the time his uh, time here at Terrace House ends. The second thing we learn is that Risako seems kind of desperate to go on a date. Yes, <laughs> if she's gonna agree to this, it's just like man, I feel bad. If, I feel like I, she got like the um like the scraps right with this date. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she. I feel like she feels like she's playing kind of like a game of catch up here, where it's like everyone else has been in the house like physically in the house more than I have been and talking to each other and making plans. I want to make plans. Someone make plans with me, please. Yeah. Yeah. I don't care what we see. Ruka's the only one without a date right now. She does have a date now. Well, he has a date now. It will be very... I'm very interested to see how this Detective Conan date goes. Of all the dates, this is the one I'm looking forward to the most. It could be the most entertaining. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to get out of... Detective Conan. They're going to walk down the stairs from the theater and Haruka's going to say, uh, so, and he's going to be like, oh, do you want to like, I don't know, grab food or something? Wiggles toe on ground and twist foot and like hands oh. behind back, awkward, like, you know, nervous. Mm-hmm. Hey, you don't want to go get food? And she's going to be like, oh, I got to go have dinner with my grandma. Okay, bye. <sighs> then we're going to have the world's loneliest. He loves grandmas. He'll he does. go. He'll be like, I'd love to meet her. <laughs> he's like, he's like, your grandma? Can, can I go oh away? Can I, I come away? Ask, can I meet your grandma? Your grandma, my Ikuyo. grandma can meet. Do you want to meet my great. grandma? Grandmas love me. She's great. <laughs> Grandpas hate him. <laughs> Grandpas wow. hate him. You won't believe number wow. four. Yeah. 
I, I just, I don't know, man. I feel like that date's gonna crash and burn, and it's gonna be so juicy and good to oh, watch. But I feel yummy. so. I'm, I'm gonna feel so bad I'm for Ruka. <laughs> Y'all, I'm gonna give him more more credit. I guess like, maybe I, the movie will be bad, but I don't think his company is terrible. Slightly off topic, but I just realized Daily hasn't seen the said use case scene. No, she no, hasn't. not yet. Quit spoiling. <laughs> but um, quit spoiling. Yes, yeah, stop it. No more. I I'm giving. Risiko a ton of credit here and you're right daily i agree i'm not giving ruka any credit because he don't he hadn't earned it yet with me but Risiko is trying bless yes. her heart she's trying to salvage this shit yeah i mean Risiko just comes off as nice generally you know yeah yeah so i'm yeah i like her yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping this leads to more just Risiko being in the house because i just want to i want to see a, I want to see her go on the date. B, I want to see her talk about the date with the other girls in the girls' room because that's mm. going to be such a choice scene, I feel like. And then C, I want to see Ruka talk to the boys and I feel like he's going to like read the entire date incredibly wrong. They have very different experiences. Yes. <laughs> and listen, I talk, I talk this shit because if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'll be the first one to admit it. But I don't think I'm wrong here. But if I if, if if they're the couple that ends up blossoming into love and it all started from the shitty Conan date, Detective Conan date, then I will eat my crow. That's fine. I just don't think I'm wrong here. <laughs> right. We'll see. Um, we will. We'll see. So as we, we as we get closer to wrapping this episode, any other predictions y'all have about what's going to happen moving forward here? Because I feel like Shohei is just going to keep making more enemies. I think I think mm. Shohei is going to unintentionally, unintentionally, become the shit stirrer. Hmm. He's not going to be. It's not going to be a Yui situation. It's going to be one of those things where he's going to learn that his fly. It's going to be a Natsumi situation. Hmm. I'm still hoping. I'm sticking to my guns here. I'm still th- hoping Haruka and uh, R- Risiko make some waves, get some drama going. Mm. Some. I'm hoping for that. That's my prediction. I I think Kenny and Haruka. I'm. I'm very curious to see how that first date goes because I feel like Kenny, his heart wasn't completely in it. What? No. What? I don't, I don't know. believe that. I, don't, I think. I think. Well, I think for both of I them, it's that. kind of a wait I and see, see thing. Hiruka was more adam- adamant about going, uh, whereas Kenny, I think he's just gonna. Yeah, it's a wait and well, see thing. Who did, who did Kenny? He was smitten by that car, but who did Kenny say he liked? It was a cowry. He never said who he liked. He didn't know. No. So reason- I think to me of the of the three couples, I think that Kenny and Haruka have the most physical chemistry going on right now. I mean, like, granted, it's still very early, right? But I just think they're the flirtiest. Like the way Haruka told uh, Kaori, she was very, you know, butterflies and stomach kind of, you know, like, oh, doesn't it make you swoon when a guy can teach you how to play guitar? Right. But for Kenny, yeah. <laughs> for Kenny, when he was telling Ruka, he was like. Hello, Sir Ruka. This is a business transaction. I would like to inform you that I will be going on a date with the girl that you like. End transaction. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like, he wasn't excited. Mm-hmm. He I wasn't happy. Dude, he was just like, dude, hey, dude, this dude, is dude, happening. Dude. That makes total sense to me because he's trying to downplay it because he's talking to Ruka. He went, bro, I can't wait. I'm going on this date with this girl you like. Ma, he's, he, ma, that, ma, yeah, ma, dude, ma. he's playing ma, the cool dude. Cool so to me, that doesn't reveal anything yet. We will find out, though. Hopefully, this next episode we see, we get to see all three dates. Hopefully. We'll yeah. have to see. I think, I think Kauri's just going to turn Shohei. Like, they're going to go out, and but then it's going to be like, yeah, I don't really see this panning out romantically, but you're cool. Yeah. Because she's just the epitome of grace at this point, and yeah. I love her. I, I feel <laughs> yeah, like none of the guys I, are good yeah. enough for Kauri. 
No. No one. Um, no one's good enough for her. She's here. kind of the. She's kind of the female Hansan so far. Mm. Yes. Very, I can't find any faults good with her comparison. yet. Yeah, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Hopefully we don't get any. Hopefully she's just awesome the whole time. But yeah, I agree with you. I don't see that one going anywhere, guys. And I just think Ruka just doesn't know how to date yet. We'll see. <laughs> We'll I see. think that this is going to be a learning experience for him as, and I think that was the plan in his intro interview and yeah. and his uh, chins and shins. Right. Will he get over? Okay, after it's all said and done, will Ruka get over his red facedness? You mean like whenever yeah. he eventually leaves Terra's no. house? Yes. Yeah. I think it'll they, be easier for him, but I don't think he'll completely get over it. Two knows. Yeah. I think it's just like part of who you are. Ooh. At that point. Yeah, because you get embarrassed easily. If, if he were Ooh. still eighteen. I'd say maybe, but by the time you hit 20, I feel like that some, that kind of thing is so ingrained into who you are and what you do. He's He's been out in the world a bit. Yeah, I think... Like, it would have shut off by now. Yeah, wow. I, I feel like he'll find better ways to cope with it so he can still function like an adult in society. <laughs> but right. I still think he's going he's gonna to have to be very cognizant of the fact that, like, oh, that's a girl. Like, okay. Yeah. And I mean, we've been saying it as like, it's a crippling thing, but he's very much able to function. He just smiles and blushes a lot is yeah. all. It is by, I don't think it's crippling at all. I mean, I think it's just getting girls swooning. I think it's turning into him into a very uh, hot prospect among the women. And then, so, and then yeah. he suggests well, Detective so. Conan. So maybe, yeah. <laughs> so maybe he shouldn't turn it, try and turn it off because it's working out in his favor so far. Fair enough. That's uh, all I got. But I think that does it. For this week's episode of Tadaima, thank you so much for listening. Yes. Uh, if you enjoyed what we did this week, please feel free, tell a friend, spread the word, let them know. Tokyo 2020 is such a weird, awesome season of Terrace House so far. And, you know, let them know that we have this companion podcast that might maybe, you know, elucidate and give them a different way of thinking about the show. Uh, if you don't want to hope you're having a great old time. Same. I like the word elucidate. Thank you. Uh, if you don't want to tell a friend, maybe tell a stranger by leaving us a review on iTunes. It would help us out a lot since we're a very independently run podcast. We do everything ourselves. Uh, and so it just, you know, every little bit helps, you know, helps us get things off the ground a bit more. Uh, we're just three wee lads and one wee lad, wee lass. La- lass. Duh. Lads La- and less. Okay. I don't know. You know what I'm uh, saying. But yeah, no, I, every little bit of support <laughs> is appreciated. You know, we've also noticed like, you know, there are more of you guys subscribing to us on YouTube. That is so awesome. Like, thank you for that. It means a lot. And we hope that we can keep giving you awesome content that you guys will really love. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, theories, any any theory you have on who you think will actually don't tell us that because you all probably binge it to the end. Don't spoil anything. But if you have any questions or comments for us, please email those things to us at questions at terracehousepodcast.com. You can catch us next Tuesday when we talk about episode three of Tokyo 2020. But you'll have to wait till then. This is one last thing. Oh, one last thing. Oh. Sorry. Discord. We started a brand new Discord. Yes. And it is brand new and it's small right now, but not for long. Jump on that. We are going to be doing like Discord exclusive stuff. So look for that. Yeah. And my phone's ringing. Sorry. Yeah. uh, That's down in the description below or in the show notes. You can check out the link there and also just the link to all of our other social media. If you want to follow and tweet at us and Insta. Can you Insta at people now? Is that a thing? Insta. Wait, what? Can you Insta? Uh, you can mention people on Instagram. Yeah, fair. Um, but yeah, all that's down in the description or in the show notes. Check them out. Uh, this has been Tadaima. Thanks for listening. Itadakimasu. 
If you enjoy our show, please like, comment, and subscribe, and ding the bell to receive notifications when we publish new content. Follow us on social media and check out our brand new Discord server linked in the description below.